Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac, and I have a very special co-host, someone that played in a castle, or ran me through a castle, rather, um, and I'll let them introduce themselves. I ran you through that castle, and boy, were you tired by the end of one week. I'm Satine hey. Phoenix. Everybody, hi, how's it going? I'm Satine Phoenix. I am the co-creator of Maze Arcana. Also, I am the community manager of Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and all kinds of amazing things. We I don't know if we have time to list them all. I don't think we do. But instead, we'll talk about episode 152, Secret Societies, which, surprise, featured you as the guest. And that inspired Rorik and I to make DMnastics number 125, Name Redacted. Because we thought that would be really funny to have something redacted about Secret Societies. That's really funny. <laughs> and essentially, we scoured the internet, found a bunch of random things, I think most of which are from Skyrim, but I can't remember. Essentially, they're logos that we asked the forum, where was the logo found? What does the logo stand for? Who does the logo point to? What is so secret about the society that is behind it? And of course, my favorite, anything else that you can think of. And Satine, what was the amazing idea that you came up with on how we should pick which forum users? I have a I have choice paralysis most of the time, so we rolled for it. Yes, we let the dice decide as we should. So rather than any further ado, which one did you roll up? I rolled number one, which is, well, I guess if I read it, this one is by DM Caleb. Thank you for filling this out and spending all that time writing this. It's actually very extensive. And I yes. rolled the one that has this rotating, looks like almost like you're looking into a tornado. Also, it looks like a rosebud um, inside of what looks like the yawning portal. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like it. Hey, I can see it in my mind. I can also see it on the forums. <laughs> <laughs> this beautiful tornado flower inside of the yawning portal has been named the Sladova Order. Now I'm going to read this because I think it's so cool. So much time was spent on this. Okay, are you ready? I'm sitting down. There's a secret order that knows just how dangerous a single slad poses to the universe. They mercilessly hunt the aberrant creatures wherever they spawn. The sladi grew to fear and hate this band of mortals and named them the Sladova. Slad is doom, and Dova is slayer, in the slatty tongue. So in short, this is the order of doom slayers. That's really cool! Yes! <laughs> okay, where was the logo found? Members of the order keep the logo hidden on a bracelet or necklace to keep their membership a secret. Not from the general populace, though, that is important, but from the slatty. They only reveal the symbols to those who they believe are amiable to their cause, or to prove other members of the order that they haven't met, that they are not slad. That's really cool. It's, wow, that's that's actually really nice. I was in this secret society where there was like secret handshakes. Yes, I like it. Yeah. Well, I also I also love doing something. I mean, the secret society doing something very subtle that unless you knew. Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know oh yeah and then it's like okay you didn't notice good to know and, and moving on exactly and what does this logo stand for it is a representation of the spawning stone in limbo 
Primus, ruler of the plain Mechanus, threw his stone into limbo to try and bring stability to it, but it birthed the Slatty instead. Who does the logo point to? This is the ultimate yet unattainable goal of the Sladova. Route the Slatty to limbo, exterminate them, and destroy the spawning stone to bring about the extinction of their race. Wow, that's okay. That's pretty intense. <laughs> but I mean, if you're going <laughs> to have a secret society, yeah. you might as well go deep, right? Yep. Why is the secret society being secret? Many Sladi are shapeshifters that infect people in various ways to breed, and the order of Sladova are a bit heavy-handed. If they determine that the shopkeeper is a Slad, they will butcher him in the street. If they infect a boy with chaos phage, a disease that would transform a boy into a Slad, they have no qualms gutting him in front of his parents. Needless to say, they are not welcome in many places. They also need to keep their identities hidden from the Sladi. For once they know who they are, the Sladi can take the form of anyone to get close and kill them. This makes most Sladova a bit paranoid. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good reason to, to be kept secret. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody likes you. <laughs> Anything else that DM Caleb can think of? Nicaea is the head of the Sladova Order. She is a gith, a race of people that also inhabits the plain of Limbo, monk that lost her colony in a Sladi raid. She now uses the ruins of her home as a base of operations in the cosmic struggle against the Slatty. Man, I really need to know more lore, because this sounds amazing, and I recognize words, but I just, I yeah. need to read more. Here's another one. Bach is a prominent member of the Material Plane branch of the Order, a charming yet ruthless human that is wanted in three kingdoms for murder, killing Slad incubators. However, the real Bach died almost a decade ago, and a death Slad has been impersonating him. A dun dun dun. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie. Those last two really got me. Those are so good. Yeah. I think the one with Bach had the most like to draw out because it wasn't. It makes sense, but it wasn't explained that Bach is a prominent member of the Material Plane branch. Immediately, it's like, okay, then what other planes are they operating on? Like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, of course, because you're in limbo as part of the story. So you're just doing whatever, wherever. And the terrifying thing that a death slod is impersonating and then just probably killing people who aren't actually slod, but saying they are. Yeah, this is really cool. I like all of this. It very succinctly described an adventure. I could run an entire campaign off of this. Mm -hmm. High level. Because, oh, yeah. No, first level. Let's go, guys. It'll be fine. <laughs> first level, high role play. Yes. That is awesome. So, yes, again, thank you, DM Caleb, for sharing that on the forum so that we could share it here. And that must mean that I rolled an eight. And that means the next one is from Matt Perotti, who I know and is a wonderful human. And hmm, how to describe this? Okay, immediately I thought of Trogdor from Homestar Runner. I don't know if that's helpful for anyone. <laughs> but, but it kind of looks like Trogdor with a lance and a shield. It's true. No beefy arm, but instead a lance and shield. So <laughs> I, I leave you all with that mental image. In profile, it's like a pose, too. Yes. <laughs> when when Trogdor went to the state fair and got his, got his character done. <laughs> 
So where was the logo found? It is amongst ruins off found in hard to reach places like mesas, cliffsides, mountaintops, volcanoes, etc. What does the logo stand for? A defensive dragon standing against enemies with humanoid weapons in hand. It is a symbol of an alliance between two vastly different peoples. Where does the logo point to? The name has been lost to the ages, but scholars speculate that this is the symbol of an ancient alliance of dragons and humanoids. The most common moniker for the symbol presently is Custus Draconis. This is already awesome. I am super, I am super excited because this is actually Trogdor carrying around a shield <laughs> and a lance. Why is the secret society being secret? It's not so much a secret as it's been eradicated. Air quotes. For unknown reasons, the alliance fell apart in a spectacular fashion, which left all of the ruins in which the symbols were found. That was what created them. And of course, anything else you can think of. Maybe this symbol does have a pocket of followers. Maybe there is an ancient dragon slumbering that remembers this time, either for good or ill. Maybe the adventurers take up this symbol and aim to bring back this order and its mission. Maybe the humanoids that were thought killed off come back. With or without Dragon Buddies. Dragon Buddies. You know, I've, I'm actually watching this cartoon right now. It's called Dragon Prince. <gasps> yes. And they take the two kids take the scale and they travel back in time. I haven't gotten I there that yet. Spoilers. Oh, wait. Not in time. Don't they just, isn't that, but they, that's how they travel. I'm on episode right? three. They just use the scale, right? Are you talking about the same cartoon? Okay. I hope not. <laughs> Actually, I want to I want to watch that as well. Okay, what are you watching? Dragon Prince. Prince. Ah, okay. We I heard Dragon Friends and that's like an old show and I was like, I wonder why you would be watching that because I only watched it when I was forced to this is a super <laughs> California thing that we're about to talk about, but when I had foggy day schedules and I had to watch and see if my school was up and I'm like, Dragon Friends. Um <laughs> So two kids have a dragon scale and they can travel to the land of the dragons. Oh. And they are. Yeah. They're dragon friends and that's what they do. But no, I really want to watch Dragon Prince because I know what you're talking about. Netflix, right? Yeah. Okay. Really I've good. watched I've watched zero episodes. So we had a tangent, but that's okay. So Trogdor with a shield and lance. I really, really like the idea of an ancient dragon coming back and just being very confused. <laughs> like, why? Like, you know, and why? Why aren't we all working together? There's like bigger, essentially bigger fish to fry in this world. There's worse things going on than us not working together and like kind of being the catalyst of maybe this secret order starting up again. I like that. You got to find, you got to make your own place in the world. Mm -hmm. so with that though we've done it and that means we get to lift the mental weights right now lifting weights is what i do look at me lift these weights so we will use the power of the dice to decide once again which ones we will do oh cool okay are you ready so my thought is what if we did a d12 because there are 14 options and we just showcased two. You're a genius. Okay, here, how about this? We do that. And if it okay. lands on one or eight, we choose the next one. Yeah, if it yeah, if it lands on either of the ones that we did. Sold. 
I rolled two. Oh, and I rolled a five, so I could either go up or down. Which which direction should I go? Up or down? Uh, up. Okay. I like that one. I like that one better. Thank you. <laughs> so you rolled a two. Ooh, I really like that symbol. All right, number two. What I'm looking at here is it's like a Celtic knot, and then that starts at the top of a circle, and then arms reach down around the sides of this black circle, not quite touching fingers, but almost. Inside are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen dots. So it's like this this these arms are wrapped around these dots. And I'm gonna say it's a secret order of dryads. Ooh, I like that. And it's protecting, like, what is that called? There's, like, in Eberron, there's, like, different portals. They're, like, manifest zones. It's, like, protecting 13 manifest zones. Oh, okay. So, yeah, druid order, secret druid order that protects uh, manifest zones that will take you to different... Uh, planes. Cool. So, A, where was the logo found? It is found like a birthmark. Oh. Chosen. Yeah. It's um, basically you're chosen to be the protector. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's on a person, and then the dryads come out and take the person, like when they're a baby. So they take the person when they're a baby and they raise them as their own. And then they become these like dryad monks in the woods. And that's where it's found. I love that. Okay. What does the logo stand for? It stands for the ancient order of protectors. Oh, what? Who does the logo point to? It points to uh, the chosen ones. Oh, and maybe it's like generational, right? So when that one dies, it comes out. Or maybe it's, there are 13. There's 13 That's protectors. What I was thinking. Yeah, 13 protectors of 13 manifest zones in 13 dimensions. Yeah. Ooh, 13 dimensions, no less. Yeah. I like it. Okay, why is a secret society being secret? Because they are protectors, and um, obviously, otherwise, you know, people will travel from dimension to dimension and cause chaos because no one can be trusted. Yeah. And if they're if they're known, then you can easily remove them. And then now you have an unprotected manifest zone or multiple. Yeah. And that's not good because there's always that bad guy that wants to merge dimensions. Right. Mm hmm. Every, every time. Every time. Um, so there is anything else you can think of. There is another order of people. Oh, yeah. What is this one called? This one is called the, I'm going to call it the foundation. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I'm just going to go with foundation. Okay, so I have a question mm -hmm. about the foundation. Do they know about each other? Like, do the 13 know of each other? Yes. No. Mm. I know. Oh. That's, this is literally the thought process I have that I was like, I have to ask and see what she thinks. Yeah. Because if they know each other, they might 
mm-hmm. Terry like might try to hierarchy one another, but this is not a hierarchy situa- situation. This is a each one needs to exist to keep the thing going, right? Like they become the orchard that um that is the forest type of thing. What if you're right in that yes and no? Oh. What if you're in, we'll use us us as an example. Like we're both in the foundation and I know about you. Mm-hmm. And I know about someone else, mm-hmm. but you don't know about that someone else, just like I don't know about your someone else. Oh. So at most, I would only ever know about two members of the foundation. I love that because then not so if somebody captures you, you only know about two people. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't be giving up the entire secret society. And if someone captures me, you would know that I've been captured. Instead of just being in a complete silo, something terrible happens and the other 12 have no idea. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. The foundation. So there you go. The foundation. So that leads us to number four, which is, I can't decide what kind of head I think that looks like. It looks kind of like a dragon, but at the same time, I could see it being a demon. And it the outside definitely has like these almost like very primitive script or kind of looks like nails going around the outside. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. Nope, I'm going to go with the demon side of things because I like that as being very secretive. And so where was the logo found? I'm going to say it's hidden. So let's say the party comes across someone, they defeat them, whatever, and hidden very expertly inside of their clothing is the symbol. And that's the only place that they find it is very, very well hidden on a per like a person's belongings. And so what does the logo stand for? It's actually a secret society where they are trying to infuse people with demons blood. Ooh. Yeah. Essentially like forcibly creating like almost half tieflings. Like it's a secret society that like you could join, you could essentially be forced. Because uh, I also think of it kind of like the idea of lycanthropy where you know, they bit you and now you're kind of a were rat. You didn't really have a choice, <laughs> but I mean, if you can't beat them, might as well join them. And I like the idea of this, this secret society going around and like, you know, different tactics being you know, either forceful or just that allure of power. Like, oh, well, oh, if you take yeah. this, this demon blood and oh, then using the idea of the nails, one of the other ways maybe that people could be tipped off that a person might be in the secret society are piercings. <gasps> yeah. And then that's a way to like the demon blood gets in and maybe infuses over a longer period of time is some sort of magical or tainted piercings that they have. And so that's who the logo points to, which I realize I kind of answered. And so why is a secret society being secret? Well, you know, I imagine there's a myriad of individuals who would not be fans of 
a bunch of people getting infused with demon's blood. <laughs> so, so that is why they are being so secret and anything else you can think of. So actually, my last thing that I will think of, I will throw back to you. Who is like the head honcho demon that is behind this is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, are they public or are they private? Also, what era is this? Mm. I just watched Mandy and I feel like this is super 80s. Oh, that would be really cool. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nick- I really want- <laughs> Yeah. Ah, uh, the shotgun the shotgun actor of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> He's in a movie. Is it bad? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh so I I mean if I was going to put it in a, like a more modern era, I think the 80s would be really good cuz I I really could see how easily you could kind of convince people to get piercings and just be like, "Oh, okay." And then now now they're in the society whether or not they want to. So no, I love that. I love the idea of the 80s. So the. Oh, 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 subdermal piercings Ooh. in that pattern. Oh, I like that because there are a lot of different patterns that that are displayed on the logo mm-hmm. itself. I really, really like that because then that could still be pretty well hidden, especially with, you know, wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> done i'm trying to think of what we should name the society the secret society Mm, what would be a super cool 80s version of a name now something ridiculous like cardotha done i'm i accept (laughs) it's called cardotha and that would be the specialized particular demon that i would make it and so then it's like the seek then you have that extra layer of like who or what is Cardatha. Yeah. Done. Okay. We've done it. We've done it. And we've done it well, and, I dare say. And now I want the shirt. <laughs> yes. The just oh, and that super, super eighties metal script yeah. that says Cardatha. <laughs> yes. Sold. Okay. So you said we're were we going to play the game? Okay. What was the game? This game yeah. is running from the top to the bottom, naming all of these in a, like, like a, we're in therapy and you're just, the name that comes to the forefront of your head. Okay. So, like, I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one, you do one. Okay. And they're different if we hit. And this is like lightning round. Okay. Are we rolling or we're just doing one, two, three? We're just doing one, two, three. Okay. Okay. You ready? Speed round. Ready? Set. Go. Spire City Triads. Um, Infinity Hands. Got it. Dragon Split Axe. Um, Orc Teeth. Oh, I can't. This is hurting my head. Um, I'll try again. Let's see. <gasps> the Dragon's Head. The Eye of the Storm. Nature's Fury. Uh, oh, I can't not say Trogdor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Trunk door, trunk door, trunk door. Let's see. A broken halo. Oh. The mirrored mask. The fallen phoenix. Death Nords. <laughs> yes. That's my next metal band name. That definitely has to be in that same script. Death Nords. Um, let's see. The Pegasus Flight. Valkyrie. 
The Lords of Olympus. I love it. <laughs> See, now we're ready. Ready to name anything. Yeah, why didn't we do that first? <laughs> <laughs> so those were 14 names for the 14 symbols that are on the forums, which you should definitely go check out. But I have by far the most important question for you, Satine, and that is where can people go to find you on the internet and all of the amazing things you do? You can go to at Satine Phoenix on most social medias. You can see me on Tuesday nights, Dungeon Mastering Sirens of the Realms on twitch.tv slash dnd. You can catch me as Rose, the Ondarian elf lounge singer on Inkwell Society Wednesdays on twitch.tv slash mazearcana, Dungeon Mastered by Rudy. Yes, you should go and you should check all of those things out. And to... I lost my train of thought. I was too, apparently I was too intent on listening to the things you were saying. <laughs> so if you wanted to email us and tell us about the secret societies in your game, definitely head over and email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us, you can always do so on Twitter at dmnastics, all one word. And for everything else on our network, you can always head over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. And rather than let these mental gains go to waste, let's head over to taking your supplements. Today on Taking Your Supplements, I am not alone. Because who's with me? It's me, Celeste Conowich. Yes. And you brought up an amazing supplement to talk about. Well, rather two, because it is called, well, nope, I won't steal it. What are they called? <laughs> yeah, so today we want to tell you about Prepared. And prepared too from Cobalt Press. Yes, I have and love both of these. Yeah, no, these are two fantastic resources for any DM to have. Essentially what they are, they're a bunch of short one-shot adventures put together in this book that you can pull out basically whenever. So if, you know, somebody can't make it to a game or, you know, you didn't feel like prepping something, Prepared is just full of awesome adventures that are really nicely self-contained. And it's written by John Sawaski, uh, that's J-O-N, uh, and he is a really, really cool person and writer. I got to meet him uh, recently, so that's why I wanted to recommend this. But uh, his work is awesome, and all of these adventures have something really cool to bring to the table. Yeah, Kobold Press does not mess around with the stuff that they release. And I've gotten both of these because I backed Tome of Beast and then I backed the Creature Codex. That sounds right. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Uh, but if you wanted to go get this, you could definitely head over to the Kobold Press store and it's only $5. $5. For $5 for so many adventures. A dozen one-shot adventures. And what I actually noticed in the reviews is an extremely thorough four-star review from End Zeitgeist, who is kind of the staple in the RPG community for doing reviews. So definitely go check both of those out. So my question is... Where have you used these before or where would you use these in the future? Yeah, so I've used these um, when my, my home group, definitely we've had a couple times where people have to be gone for the holidays, but we still want to get together and run a fun game. So since these are so short and compact, it's really easy for me to just like review this, you know, 20 minutes ahead of game and then go ahead and run just a fun adventure. So it's a great way in my home games to kind of keep momentum going. And, you know, if you want to get together even casually with your friends and play some D&D, &D, this is like absolutely perfect for that. 
Yeah, plus all of these include um, featured monsters from the core monster manual and then also from Kobold Press Tome of Beasts. So you see a really cool collection of monsters and uh, everything pop up in these adventures as well. Yep, that's what I was going to say. And I think this is is also a great way to set yourself up for a con game. Oh, yeah. And having a lot just kind of resources in your back pocket or framing it around one of these one shots because you ain't this is the theory would be specifically built to be in kind of a tight time frame. And I might even try and figure out which one I would want to run at a catacon in November. Ooh. Oh in Dayton, Ohio. You should go there. Um I I'll have heard John has told me that the module that gets the most attention uh, out of out of the set is actually the first one from prepared uh it's the goblin wagon adventure uh so that gets a lot of reviews and is really popular with folks and they always have a good time running it so it probably <laughs> helps that there's an amazing cover art for that one yes. on the the front cover of prepared absolutely so Definitely head on over to koboldpress.com, type prepared into the search and get that for you, get that for yourself and your table. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Get prepared. One and two. (laughs) And with that, we'll turn off the lights and head out of the gym. Before we go, I want to implore you, the listeners, to join up on the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises as well as the other conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmastersblock.freeforums.net and try some DMnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Can I trust you will add your own cardio? Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. What are you doing? Horizontal running.